0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're continuing our look at Job chapter 24, verses 18 through 21 in the New Living Translation. Job is still speaking, and he is still speaking from his frustration. He is not happy. And this is a continuation of his conversation. It reads, but they disappear like foam down a river. Everything they own is cursed and they are afraid to enter their own vineyards. The grave consumes sinners, just as drought and heat consume snow. So their own mothers will forget them. Maggots will find them sweet to eat no one will remember them wicked people are broken like a tree in the storm they cheat the woman who has no son to help her they refuse to help the needy widow again this is job chapter 24 verses 18 through 21 in the new living translation and it speaks of the problem of the seeming security of the wicked. Job feels that God does not handle their um, unfaithfulness quickly. I'll be back to share insights and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we're looking at Job chapter 24, verses 18 through 21 in the New Living Translation. In this section, Job is speaking about what should happen to the wicked. He wonders why God does not judge the wicked as he should. And of course, this is not Job's uh, lane. Like uh, we say, stay in your lane. He needs to stay in his lane. He points out that God's judgment is not always present or timely. So now Job is acting like the Holy Spirit, telling that's not our job. We don't know what God should do. We should only trust God to do what's best for all of us. Job, um, he gives further instances of the wickedness of cruel, bloody men. In verse 18, he says, But they disappear like foam down a river. Everything they own is cursed. And they are afraid to enter their own vineyards and of course i didn't understand any of this until this whole little section until i started looking at matthew henry he said of that verse some are pirates and robbers at sea so they do what they need to do and they get their bounty and they are gone they disappear they are sinners that are afraid of the light if they are discovered they get away as fast as they can and choose to lurk, not in the vineyards for fear of being discovered, but in some cursed portion of a lonely, desolate place, which nobody looks after. So it's a vineyard that's not kept up. And then uh, verses 19 and 20b, uh, it says, um, the grave consumes sinners just as the heat And drought consumed snow. And then 20B says maggots will find them sweet to eat. And Matthew Henry said about that. They go down to the grave as easily as snow water sinks into the dry ground when it is melted by the sun. God's hand of justice doesn't hang them out for all of us to see. Remember, Job is asking God, why aren't you swift with dealing with these people? So God's hand, is we don't get to see their judgment. But these, this person, this sinful person, uh, is carried to his grave like other men or women to be the sweet food of worms. And there he or she lies quietly. And neither he nor his wickedness is any more remembered than a tree which is broken to shivers. Then in verse, uh, another part of verse 20, uh, Job says that his own, their own mother will forget them and no one will remember them. And that uh, Matthew Henry says about that. Uh, let's see. In his, in uh, Job's mind, let's see. In Job's mind, God sets a mark mark of his displeasure upon him who is wicked, but his mother may soon forget him, and that's a sad epithet. The womb that bore him, his own mother shall forget him, and that's not she's just forgetting him, she's just avoiding mentioning him which she thinks is a greater kindness because uh, since no good thing can be said of him. So she says nothing of him. She avoids mentioning him. The honor which is gotten by sin will soon turn to shame. Verse 21 says they cheat the woman who has had no son to help him. They refused to help the needy widow. And Matthew Henry says about that, Some are abusive to those that are in trouble and add affliction to the afflicted. Barrenness was looked upon with great reproach. And those that fall under uh, that affliction are treated harshly, as Penina did Hannah. Their purpose? To vex and make them fret. The barren womb cannot conceive, but a widow may remarry and possibly give birth to sons to help her. And uh, I thought about Ruth and Naomi. Naomi was old and she couldn't have any more children. So she told Ruth, you know, you don't have to stay with me, daughter. But Ruth said, you know, that she's going to follow her wherever she went. And in verse 20, C and I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going over a little bit. But uh, it says, no one will remember them. Wicked people are broken like um, tree, like a tree in a storm. And some are, let's see, the wicked, um, they, they thought to establish their families, but they shall be broken as a tree. All their wicked projects shall be blasted. And all their wicked hopes dashed and buried with them. And then back to the, the last verse, 21, it says, "They cheat the woman who has no son to help her. They refuse to help the needy. And that Matthew Henry says about that, the childless, much like the fatherless, are in the same degree of help, uh, helpless. For the same reason, it is cr- a cruel thing to hurt the widow to whom we ought to do good and not. And to not do good when it is in our power is doing hurt. And that's the end of this confusing section. Thank you for bearing with me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. I pray that I confused no one as I went through this and tried to make sense of it myself. Um, God, we, again, thank you for your word. Sanctify it. Bless your children. And God, I have to just give you a... a big hallelujah and a big thank you. My daughter daughter-in-law and my uh, granddaughter were in an accident. Well, my She's my great niece but my, my son is raising her. They were in an accident today and the car was totaled but God they were able to walk out with just a few bumps and bruises and the other vehicle the same thing. The guy was hurt a little but he was able to walk away from it. So thank you for angel protection. God, continue to protect your people. We love you and we thank you and we bless your name. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.